0: I'm Chris Michaels. This is The Last Call Podcast, and you are listening to it. Another glorious week in a brilliant, dazzling array of idiocy that is current events and politics. As usual, there's also so much nonsense going on since the last time, and now you've got the Friday air outs that usually happen on Friday afternoons. You've got the idiocy going on throughout the weekend. Now in Ottawa, if you're listening to me, you know this by now, but there's a huge truckers convoy going across Canada, blocking certain entrances across the border. Now they are making it into Ottawa. The uh, politicians in Ottawa says that honking is now illegal, so you're not allowed to honk. I feel really bad for those geese. Also today, Dr. Eric Lander, top scientist for the Biden administration, resigns. Now, why does he resign? Seems to be the same reason that a lot of Democrats resign, mistreating people. Dr. Eric Lander mistreated 14 staffers to the point where he had to, had to, no choice, he had to resign. And speaking of people that should just go away and assume room temperature, Andrew Cuomo is back. He's contacting all of his people. He's throwing mud at everyone that went against him. And he is now sporting an evil goatee. That's right. If you're evil, you must have a goatee. It's almost like the shadow self. So Governor Cuomo is back with one of those. Watch out, ladies. Free mustache rides. New York City Mayor... He's out there, the new mayor, gallivanting around town, holier than thou, as every Democrat usually is. He professes the faith of veganism. I never touch a meat product. I never even touch things that have come from meats, like cheeses. I stay away. Well, he was spotted eating fish. Well, you, you can't eat fish and be a vegan. Good heavens. The travesty. So he, <laughs> because New York is so stupid, and New York City is full of spineless cucks, he had to come out and make a statement that said that he's mostly vegan, and yes, you did see me eat fish protein. Or, or what did he call it? I forgot what he called it. It's something stupid like fish protein. Well, I didn't eat fish. I eat, uh, I eat sea- seafood proteins, that's, that's, it, that's it, and then he professes that he wants to change New York City over to a predominantly plant-based diet, so you're not going to be able to get steaks, you'll be able to get Impossible Burgers, even though their stock is tanking, and uh, just enjoy all of that pea protein, it's full of green penis, and you will just love it, just absolutely love it. So, I didn't want to start with this. I actually wanted to start with uh, a whole different angle. But once again, I didn't have enough time to research it. Uh, I wanted to start a little bit on Gnosticism, because Gnosticism seems to be the way that we should be looking at things. Um, There's a lot of facets to it, but I haven't done enough research into it to actually make it make any sense. So I'm going to avoid it. And COVID! John Hopkins study, 99%. Of all COVID, prior infections resulted in, guess what? Natural immunity that lasted for over two years, 650 days, 650 days. So, and and the problem with this is that there is no problem. That's the problem. There is no problem with natural immunity. Dr. Marty... Can't even say, Dr. Marty Macquarie, Dr. Marty Malarkey, spearheaded a team at Johns Hopkins to do the work that the CDC and the NIH refused to do and showed that 99% of unvaccinated people known to have COVID infections had robust natural immunity that did not diminish for at least 650 days. Wow, that is huge. That is almost as long as... The whole pandemic. So, what does this mean? It means that we were right all along since day one with the Last Call podcast and Chris Michaels. We were right. If you listen to me, you're right, because you wouldn't be thinking any other way, because we're brilliant, lovable fuzzballs, and we just want what's right for the planet and our fellow human beings. So, we're right about natural immunity. If people got infected... With whatever this is, now, I'm not going to go into it. It could be uh, low-grade radiation poisoning. It could come from 5G. It could actually be the spike protein attached to a SARS-style virus that got loosened upon the world, leashed, unleashed, loosened, whatever, upon the world. It could be any one of those things. The point is that we knew, or they knew, how to treat it, they knew how to diagnose it, and they did not do either one of those two things properly. For what reason? God only knows, and we can come up with all sorts of theories. The problem with all of this is that as soon as they admit natural immunity works, the whole house of cards comes tumbling down because you've got no excuse For the vaccines, you've got no excuse for social distancing. Masks shutting down the economy, shutting down the world. And another question that some of us would like answered is that now that billions of people have been inoculated once, twice, thrice, four times, if you're in Israel, how come not a single—well, that's not true. Only 270 of over, what, one billion people in China— have received an mRNA-style vaccine? How come that's the case? What is the real story behind that little statistic? I suspect it is exactly what I've said before in prior podcasts, and that is to remove any sort of obstacle to dominance on the global stage. If you're trying to rearrange... The global power structure, with the United States at the helm, then you've got NATO, but really it's the UK behind the scenes pulling all the strings. The the Americans are the military might across the world, and then you've got the Israelis being the intelligence might across the planet. So you've got all of that going. If you want to unbalance that dynamic— then what you've got, you're not going to fight a war. You're not going to start dropping nuclear weapons on people. You're not going to start invading other countries. All of those things are extremely costly. And once you do those things, you now have to take over those lands and govern them. What country would want to do that? So what is really happening with all these inoculations? They are hollowing out the fighting aged males you're talking about males 18 to 24 that's really where it all comes from especially in the united states being that most of their military branches are volunteer branches so you're going to hollow those branches out with inoculations gene therapy platforms like we've said since day one uh that introduce things like strokes heart attacks heart inflammation you see all the sports players they're out there especially soccer players oh i'm sorry football players they're out there every time they start running around and breaking a sweat they end up keeling over and they're having a heart attack or a stroke i mean what what's really going on with that and then you've got this massive massive push to inoculate children for what reason i mean unless you have some sort of disease uh, upwards of four comorbidities so that's obesity uh um What's the uh, some other sickness? Give me a sickness. What? Not literally, but uh, what, diabetes. If you're overweight and di- diabetic, and you've got high blood pressure, I mean that's three comorbidities right there. So most people, most people do not have three to four comorbidities. So you're at a statistically zero percent chance of actually getting COVID. Never mind children. So why is Dr. Ezekiel Emanuel, brother of Rahm Emanuel, who was chief of staff to Bill Clinton, chief of staff to Barack Obama, uh, the Emanuel family comes from a whole bunch of Zionist terrorists that blew up a whole bunch of British and killed a whole bunch of British people when Israel was first being formed? Uh, So that's the family lineage here. So Dr. Ezekiel Emanuel, and they're all big time Democrats, by the way, uh, COVID-19 advisor and brother of former Chicago mayor, Rahm Emanuel. Geez, Rahm certainly gets around, doesn't he? He spoke on MSNBC uh, last Wednesday, and he, he basically said this repeats what we've seen in older kids, five and above. Older kids, five and above. Where we know the vaccine does protect very well, and there we still have under 50%, I believe, of the children vaccinated, and that's a serious problem for the country. Is it, is it, parents have to be willing, I think they hear some of these rare side effects and think they're very, they're more common than every single inoculation prior to 2020 combined over the course of Four decades worth of data collection. So Mr. Emmanuel, because I'm not going to call you a doctor, because you're a a, a psychopathic miscreant, I'm not going to call you a doctor. So yes, these putting all of these things together and comparing apples to apples, these side effects, these adverse events are fairly fucking common. So he continues, with the Omicron variant, kids are either going to get the vaccine or they're likely to get a serious condition of Omicron. Really? They're at an even less than zero statistical chance of contracting COVID. If adults are have a less than a 0 per, or less than a 0.01% chance, of getting COVID or Omicron, then kids have an even lesser chance of getting that. Having K- Omicron with the vaccine is almost invariably going to be better and safer for children. I'm confused about parents' attitudes. Five and above seems like a no brainer. Two to five, I understand some hesitancy. Two and under with the small dose, I think probably is a good idea. Really? So he just got unloaded on. People destroyed him to the point where he had to come out and say, "I misspoke on live TV." Unvaxxed kids aren't likely to get a serious condition of Omicron, but they're more likely to contract a case. And he goes on and on about how people should get vaccinated. Let Mr. Emmanuel go f yourself. And I want to know, if you're out there peddling vaccines, and ped- I e- peddling shots, peddling inoculations, then I want to see your inoculation card. I want to see when you got the shot, and I want to verify that data. I want to make sure, I want to check that data to make sure that you actually got not one shot, not two shot, but your booster, possibly four. So I really want to make sure that you're doing your due diligence and staying safe in society i mean this is to the point i mean these people dr emmanuel is so tied into things like obamacare he's so tied into the big pharma industry his hands are full of these kinds of grifting efforts to make money off the government take advantage of people but the problem is, is that even the CDC is coming out and saying, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, on February 4th, you'll love this. The CDC, this is from the Epic Times, said that guess what? The COVID vaccine schedule for people with weak immune systems, those with Four comorbidities or more, and signaled that a different alteration is coming for the general population to try to cut the number of post-vaccination heart inflammation cases. By the way, you have all of these news articles and these mainstream media morons. They're now coming out saying that, oh, people that suffer strokes and heart attack, that's just post-COVID Stress. That's all. It's just massive, massive stress after dealing with the pandemic for two plus years. Really? Is it? Is it really? Then you've got some other garbage birdcage liner magazine and news article that comes out and says, well, in the age of the climate crisis, where climate change is everywhere, uh, you're, you should expect more cases of myocarditis and periocarditis and heart attacks and strokes and heart inflammation. What are you talking about? What, what changed in a year? One thing changed and that is mandates. The CDC told its vaccine advisory panel, oh by the way, World Economic Forum decided to cart out none other than former vice president and tobacco plantation owner Al Gore to talk about, guess what, climate change. Does everybody remember when he came out with that climate change movie? The world is going to end in 10 years. Here we are 20 years later and everything is fine, right? All these climate change articles come out 10 years, 10 years, 10 years. They've been saying 10 years since the 70s. Here we are 50 years later Still kicking. So the CDC told it's his vaccine advisory panel that it's planning to adjust guidance for people with compromised immune systems. And guess what? This is the only population that it's recommended that they get four doses of Moderna or Pfizer. What? I mean, are, are they trying to kill these people? Are, are they really trying to kill these people? Because... We're seeing all sorts of data from Israel. I don't have the article in front of me, but if you pay attention to Dr. Zelenko, he posts this stuff all the time. Go into his uh, Telegram, you can find the articles in there. But essentially, what Israel found out was that after four shots of this junk, their immune system basically has reverted to AIDS, because... There be and now I don't I'm, like we said like we all know I'm not a doctor I do I have a big problem with biology but I try to distill it to its most tasteful form. So apparently B cells are part of the immune system's memory. So what what does that mean? It means if you've got infected with COVID, then your immune system, if you did not get an inoculation or three or whatever, your immune system remembers COVID. It remembers what it looks like, it remembers how it acts, and the immune system knows how to counter it and knows how to counter almost all of COVID variants. What did the inoculations do? They demolished the B, te- B cells and the T cells. So what does that mean? It means that every time somebody with a booster, every time somebody with uh, that is already immunocompromised, now they have two shots, three shots, four shots, more. They, their body, their immune system, does not remember what COVID is like. In other words, every time they run into something that is benign, like a cold or some sort of mild COVID variant, the body overreacts and pretends as though it has never seen it before. And so you're constantly going to get these quote-unquote breakthrough cases and it won't stop it will never ever stop they need to start waking up everybody needs to start waking up it's this is not going to change none of this is going to change unless we start drawing lines in the sand Rand paul came out and said that covid mandates have always been about growing government power over your lives. And he's 100% right. It's always been about collectivism, he said. It's always been about growing government power. Sweden didn't have their school kids wear masks at all. Not one child died. The incidence of disease and the teachers did not rise. As far as whether you vaccinate your kids, that's up to you, but there should be no mandate. And guess what? Guess what? Paul said we've got to stop the ridiculous mandates on children that Dr. Emmanuel that you put forward saying that kids are dying from Omicron. The statistics are this and the science is this. The wild variant was a thousand times less deadly for kids than 80 year olds. And it's becoming progressively less dangerous to the Delta, to the Omicron. It's almost as if it's almost as if each new variant is weaker than the one before. That's what this means. So, Dr. Zelenko posted this, and I'm going to leave it with this because uh, it's accurate. So I'm just going to read it to you. Dr. Zelenko, what's really going on? It has been known for at least three decades, Medicare and Social Security is unsustainable. Updated projections predict 2026 to 27, a total collapse within 10 years after that of Medicare and Social Security. Recent policy changes that expanded benefits have expedited the timetable to insolvency. Guess what? Once that happens, the world economies start collapsing even further. The objective of the new world order has always been to restructure the world, financial institutions, towards a cryptocurrency-based system. And we've brought that up many times. This system will give maximum control mechanisms over financial transactions. Klaus Schwab said by 2026, everyone will have implanted technology that will enable them to participate in the future of commerce. No thank you, Nazi. The COVID-19 vaccines deliver this implant technology. Very good, Dr. Solenko. That enables the measurement of biometric data and location, and transmission of that data to a third party. And we brought this up uh, last year. He's talking about, and this is you can go to Google Patents and look this up. WO 2020060606. It's almost like we need an NWO in there. Uh, no, I'm not talking about the hip-hop artists. The purpose of the creation, COVID-19 bioweapon of mass destruction, suppression of the antidote, delay in... Oh, by the... Also, if you look on... If you go to the NIH website and type in ivermectin into the search bar, you will find countless studies that show how ivermectin is an extremely potent anti-cancer treatment. Apparently, ivermectin, which also treats COVID, is very, very good at treating cancer makes you wonder why they don't want you to have it now, doesn't it? Uh, global psychosis is used to coerce people, to coerce people uh, to voluntarily get injected with permanent technology that transforms people into traceable transmitters of biometric data. The United States government created the bioweapon, the antidote, the poisons. Uh, the poisonous drug Remdesivir and funded the poison death shot vaccine. Conclusion, our government is the enemy of the people. Now, this is not me saying this. I am only reading Dr. Zelenko, so don't come knocking at my door. Don't listen to the demented puppet in the White House. Uh, I agree with that one. Don't listen to the murderous CDC, FDA, NIH. Our government made a weapon of mass murder. Our government created an antidote that only the privileged have access to. Our government is blocking access to the antidote to American citizens, Our government is pushing a failed and deadly drug, remdesivir. Dr. Ralph Barrick funded it. Dr. Ralph Barrick developed the antidote. In 1999, the University of North Carolina figured out how to take a bat virus and infect humans. In 2015, Wuhan funded NIH. Barrick figured out how to augment the lethality of the virus to cause uh, to lungs and cause blood clots. Dr. Ralph Barrick. Develop the killer remdesivir drug. Ignore the fear rhetoric. Joe Biden warns of a winter of death for unvaccinated. And yet, here we are. He's absolutely correct. 100% correct. To the point where the president of Bayer Pharmaceuticals, Bayer Pharmaceuticals, big time uh, pharmaceutical company out of Germany, helped the Nazis all throughout the 30s and 40s, renamed itself, and then everyone's happy again. President of the Pharmaceutical Division of Bayer, Stefan Ulrich, made a confession the other day. This is from the TrueReporter.com. According to him, a big chunk of the global population would have rejected cell and gene therapies two years ago. Oh, very good, very good. And BioNTech, which is Pfizer BioNTech, admits that mRNA immunotherapies, notice how they're not inoculations, notice how they're not vaccines, they're immunotherapies, and they are classified, according to Ulrich, as gene therapy. So your brilliant host was right a year ago, was right a year and a half ago when I did not call these things vaccines, I called them gene therapy platforms, military lawyer And disabled rights advocate Todd Callender dropped another truth bomb in the interview. And he said he found that the genetic changes from these vaccines will, quote-unquote, create a new human species legally. And he brings up the same court case that I've brought up. I brought up a long time ago, Association for Molecular Pathology versus Myriad Genetics Incorporated. Which in other words means you can't patent DNA that you find out in your lawn. You cannot patent crabgrass. But what you can so you can't patent that kind of DNA. So you can patent DNA once it is altered into something called cDNA. How do you get cDNA created? You manipulate the RNA. You manipulate the messenger RNA, the mRNA. To tell the DNA to create itself in a different, unique way that is not found in nature. That summarily means if you alter the mRNA, the mRNA then alters the DNA to create cDNA, which means you're no longer a human species under law. You are a, or you could be a human species, but you are not a normal human species. You're something brand new. Under the law. So that means we could potentially be looking at a whole new set of rights and also a whole new set of patents on those people that are not necessarily completely unadulterated humans. All right, that's going to be it for me. This is the Last Call podcast with Chris Michaels. And guess what? I found out how to add songs. ...to my podcasts. So, from now on, I'm not going to do the playlist of the week. I'm just going to add songs at the end of each podcast. And I'm going to add at this one... ...Liam Gallagher from Oasis, his new solo song. He just came out with this. He's coming out with a new album. And on top of that, we are going to add it to the end of this podcast... Coming up right now, this is it. It is called Everything's Electric.